The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to How to Week on the Voices of Search podcast. This week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about building content that helps your customers understand how they can master new skills. Joining us for How to Week is Boris Vartenberg, who is an SEO specialist at Searchmetrics, which is a global provider of data, software platforms, and expertise that drives online revenue to elevate brands. And outside of being our guest today, Boris and Searchmetrics are sponsors of the Voices of Search podcast. So far this week, Boris and I have talked about what is how-to content and why it's valuable from an SEO perspective. We talked about which types of how-to content you should be creating, videos, text, images, what have you. We talked about how how-to content differs between between your industries and is dependent on who your customers are. And yesterday we talked about how to determine what type of how-to content to create and what data sources you should be using. And today, to wrap up how-to content, we're going to talk about, well, how to optimize your how-to content. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the fifth and final installment of How To Week with Boris Vortenberg from Searchmetrics. Boris, happy Friday and welcome to the last episode of How To Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Hi, Ben. Good to be back here. Excited to have you back and to wrap up our show. You know, we talked all week about how to figure out whether you should create how-to content, which content to create, how to match to your customers, what data sources you should be looking at to figure out all your content. That's great. But chances are, if you're an SEO and a website that's been around for a while, you've already got lots of how-to content. So how do you figure out not only how to create the right how-to content, but how should you be thinking about optimizing it? Yeah, I think this this question is a very common question for, for SEO. And of course, the, 
it, it depends on where, where you are with your how-to content. I always give the advice that you should like regularly uh, look after your how-to content and see if it still does what it's supposed to. Actually, how-to content should really give your audience, your users, the best answer in the market. And by optimizing how-to content, you always have to have a look uh, if you can like add something that it's very, really helpful for your users. Updating your content is always a valuable exercise. And with how-to content, I think it's specifically important because how you do something might change over time. Look, how to tie a tie is something that's been around for a while. I don't think there's new innovations in tie tying. The best, how to create the world's best chocolate chip cookies, you know, that actually might change. Maybe there's new science between how to bake the perfect cookies, how to create a centrifuge. You bet you're behind that that has changed over the last 30 years about centrifuge technologies. So how do you figure out what content is evergreen and doesn't need to be updated and what does? Actually, this depends on the topic itself. So as you said, uh, how to tie a tie is like evergreen content because um, there are uh, like, I don't know how many 12 different knots or something like that you can tie a tie and it's always the same. But uh, this is perhaps not the only thing you have on your website and you want to answer for your audience. And things, lots of things are really changing. Like, look what happened like when we have coronavirus coming up. Lots of things ha happened and people wanted to learn because they couldn't go out. They wanted to learn online. So you could create lots of lots of things because everything is changing very, very fast. And I think this is the good opportunity. Two things change. And I'll use the example of how to create sourdough bread. Was this a, <laughs> a phenomenon in Germany? What, what is it? Sourdough bread. You basically create a starter yeast and bacteria that helps your dough to rise. Ah, sauerteig. Sauerteig. Okay. Sauerteig. Yeah. So for us, it's sourdough. Sourdough. Okay. And everybody, you know, sitting at home, not really sure what to do, got some old fruit and some yeast and decided to create, uh, you know, bacteria that would help their bread rise. And this became something that was a, a phenomenon, how to create sourdough bread. The demand for queries changes over time. So it's not just whether there's innovations and actually how to do the instruction. You might have had a how to create sourdough bread page that you know, was on your website and maybe was the 60th best performing page, which was fine, not worth optimizing. And then all of a sudden the coronavirus comes on and everybody and their mother is trying to figure out how to make sourdough bread because it's just another thing to keep them busy. All of a sudden there's more demand that pages relevant for optimization. So I think that there's two components to think about when you're figuring out what how-to content to optimize. There is, is there innovation and are there different ways should you be updating the content because there's a more efficient way, a better answer. And then there's also, you should update the content because of increased demand. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? 
Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So Boris, walk me through those two scenarios. When should you be updating content because something different has happened and you need it to update the answer? How do you know when that happens? And when should you be updating because, well, demand is there? Okay, so for the first part, of course, if your external uh, circumstances are changing, like we had in the last two years related to the coronavirus, perhaps, or something else. Perhaps the, the regulation changes. There's another law coming up that might be have an impact. So you need to uh, like react. And um, to, like, for example, you have um, content for finance or for insurance and something comes up like you have a, a big storm, whatever. So you might give another or more helpful content to for, for your users, for the audience. So this is for like uh, all, all what comes from external. And of course, like we say, if the search results, like um, they, are, they are changing, of course, and it might be circumstances, but you don't know where they're from, coming from, actually the impacts to your own search results. And so you have to have a look what changed. Is this a competitor who got your search results or is it somewhere else? So Boris, what I'm hearing from you is the scenarios change when you're thinking about what content you need to update. Really the key here is to understanding what content you have, right? And, and to me, this is more of an exercise in creating a content archive and understanding what you have published, which can be a, a huge challenge for enterprise brands, understanding what content is out there. And so thinking about your how-to content and having an understanding of what you're saying and what information you're presenting your users is important. And you need to keep that in mind and keep it up to date. Otherwise, you're presenting factually inaccurate information when somebody gets to your results. On the flip side, the change in demand, SEO is a zero-sum game. When you go down in the rankings, someone else goes up. And so understanding not only whether there was a ranking shift, but also what the person that took over your placement did is something that you can look at. It's not just about understanding which page decreased in rankings for your how-to content. It's also understanding what caused the other page to increase. Maybe Google realized that your content was outdated and old and you've got a content problem. Maybe your competitors put videos, texts, blog, audio clips, and, and it's a formatting issue. Maybe they used a different schema. There's all sorts of other things that could be happening that's causing your content to rank. And so 
specifically with how-to content, it's pretty easy to understand the formats of content that are happening, whether it's bulleted lists or images, similar to other formats of content. The fidelity really matters in your how-to content because you're answering a discrete content. At the end of the day, how often do you recommend looking back at how-to content and what's your process for figuring out what to optimize? So in my experience, I think it depends on um, how much content you are offering. But on a regular basis, it's like every three months, you should go and watch if everything is stable in your rankings. And, and although actual, the, the content, it's not outdated and stuff like that. So I think I would recommend um, like every three months, every three to six months could be a good time period to watch your content. Updating your content every three to six months. Obviously, if the world changes, if there's an outbreak of COVID and you're running a sourdough starter page, look, you might want to optimize that every day because it's a hot topic and we're all looking for things to do. And that wraps up How To Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Boris Vortenberg, SEO specialist at Searchmetrics. If you'd like to get in touch with Boris, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Boris Vortenberg one That's B-O-R-I-S-W-A-R-T-E-N-B-E-R and the number one. Or you could visit his company's website, which is searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data. 